Welcome to A Better Way Financial Radio with Frank and Nick Guida. So Frank and Frankie, I just spent 60 bucks filling up my car. It is a record that I've done and I do not have a very big car. I've got a small little Acura that uh, has about a 13-gallon tank and it's the most expensive I've ever paid. And I'm probably one of the luckier ones, too. Yes, you are. I just paid $78 to fill my pilot. Oh. Yeah, forget about it if you have diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody that has a diesel car? Because I, I don't oh, know yeah. anybody. I, I have some friends with diesel trucks, and they're spending well over 100 on on just oh. gas alone. I don't see this going down anytime soon, either. So I wonder if it'll hit like 7 bucks a gallon. It's very possible that it keeps heading upward because I don't see it coming down. It's at already all. there in California. Oh well, yeah. I'm glad we're not out there. That seems like the most expensive place to be, and not really a fun financial place to be at the moment. We're California, much New York. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they do it out there. You know, between the, the higher taxes and and all, they they just have to make a lot of money out there. I want to know what people are doing to be able to afford all of this because you know I'm kind of the middle of the road guy with that and. You know, I've got a financial plan, not the easy way, but uh, the slow and steady way, as opposed to these people who apparently have millions of dollars. I'd like to know how they do it, but <laughs> I'm not one of those people. So that's why I need somebody's advice like yours to help me get to my retirement. And that's what we talk about on the show today is your retirement. So this is interesting, guys. The numbers clearly show that so we're living longer The question is, does that mean we should also work longer? The author of a book about how our country is aging says the long overdue answer is yes. So Bradley Sherman says with people living longer, stopping at 65 doesn't make sense anymore because they're surprised to hear that what it really takes to retire. He thinks advisors should tell clients, look uh, at what you can do at 70 and look at what the penalty is like Social Security that you'll face at 62. So is that advice for most of your clients or just some of them? You know, Doug, I wonder sometimes if these guys have actually ever sat with folks. You know, It really depends on, on the folks themselves and what they've done to prepare for retirement. You get some folks, you know, let's face it, they're done. I sat with a woman, wonderful lady. She was a widow and she was 67 years old and everyone was telling her to wait till 70 because then she can maximize her social security. But when I looked at her, she was done. She really didn't want to continue to work. And nursing's a really, really hard job, you know, and it's very physical. And, you know, she <laughs> she had some physical problems of her own. And, and here she was, you know, she's been helping people her whole life. So I said, you know what, let's sit down. Let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at all the factors, how much money you do have, where it is, what you can do, Social Security, Roth conversions, uh, all of these things, taking them all into consideration. You know, we we played with the numbers with her. Now, she, you know, she didn't live high on the hog. She wasn't somebody mm-hmm. that required a lot of income, you know, but she had around a half a million dollars of assets. And, you know, she wanted to live on about $50,000 a year after taxes with that money going up with inflation so that she didn't, you know, so that she didn't feel the inflation tightening on her and she didn't want the money to run out you know so we had our work cut out for us right Frankie? yes we, we did we, <laughs> we we sat down and we said okay let's take a look at this and you know one of the things that she didn't realize was that she could hold off until the age of 70 for social security and still retire and just draw her income 
for those years from different sources, the money that she had put aside. You know, we looked at some of her investments and some of them weren't doing very well. And, you know, and we said, okay, well, what if you do this? What if you do that? Let's rearrange the furniture. And we were able to take her investments and show her how she can average a better return based on the past and the types of investments Garner. Then we showed her how to properly set up her portfolio so that the risk factor was something that she was comfortable with, along with getting the types of returns that she needed Mm -hmm. to. Then we said to her, look, let's still take Social Security at 70, maximize that benefit. She had a pretty long lifeline. But, you know, we run these things out into the 90s. And, you know, sometimes if somebody has a really long lifetime, we'll we'll even run it longer. When I say that, I mean, if their parents lived a really long time and, and they feel like they may live to 100, hey, we'll put 100. We don't want people to run out of money. So we're doing that. We put all of this into the equation, showing her, hey, if you move this investment here, move this investment here, do these Roth conversions, take Social Security at this time, and then we start that income coming to you, and which was beautiful. We showed her where the income was coming from. We said, look, you're going to have money coming into your checking account each and every month through your investments, and then it'll lower once you hit 70 because you'll have Social Security kick in. And we showed her how it all worked, and that was just wonderful for her, that she could have this type of financial plan. She could retire earlier rather than Uh later and do the things that she wanted to do. And I'll tell you what, we had done that for her about six months ago. And I saw her this past week and she came in and she said, you know what, Frank, thank goodness I did this because my mom's been really ill and I've had to spend time with her. I don't know what I would have done if I was still working. What kind of struck me about this is right at the beginning you were saying People were were telling her to do things. And then I was thinking, all right, who are these people? Are they her family, her (laughs) Her friends? friends, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody has an opinion. (laughs) Right. That seems like it's kind of dangerous when you start listening to friends and family. Like, uh, you get all riled up like, oh, my gosh, they're right. They know it. But I take it her family's probably not the professionals that she probably thought they were. You know, most of them were not. She did have a friend of hers that did come into appointments that we had together with her. And and, and this woman was a pretty sharp lady. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful because she could help her make the right decisions. But I would say overall, most people will give friends and family opinions without really knowing the whole story. Yeah. And without really having a, a good understanding of Social Security, of Roth conversions, of investments, and they know a little bit, and (laughs) and they'll try to impart advice that way, and usually it's not really always the best of advice. Yeah, you know, I've had friends give me financial advice, like, oh, you need to check out this stock, and I'm fairly conservative, and I balk at that 99% of the time, so I and that's why I listen to the professionals such as yourself, Frank, and Frank Jr. You know, if you find yourself out there thinking about retiring early, but you just don't know if you can, 
you need to give us a call, 610-440-1700. That's 610-440-1700. We'll help you put all the numbers together. We'll show you how to take advantage of Social Security by maximizing it. If Roth conversions are the right thing for you to do, we'll see if your portfolio is getting the type of returns that you want to. If the cost of your portfolio is down where it needs to be, we'll see if you're at the right risk tolerance factors. We'll put it all together. We'll see if it's right for you and if you really can retire earlier than you wanted to. Again, give us a call at 610-440-1700 or visit us at a betterwayfinancial.com. So we're always looking for ways to improve our retirement strategy. And uh, one tool we hear a lot about these days is the Roth IRA. Now, wealth manager Winnie Sun tells Yahoo Finance that it's the ultimate retirement savings account. I actually think the Roth IRA is like the golden egg. If you qualify, I think you should strongly contribute each and every year. Okay, that sounds like a a great endorsement, but uh, Frankie... Is a Roth IRA always the best choice? Well, like she said, it's always about if you qualify. And not everybody knows exactly what that means. So Mm -hmm. if you make above a certain income threshold, in 2022, that's 214,000 married filing joint or 144,000 single, you can't put a dollar into a Roth IRA. So it's, it's very important to understand that because if you don't, then the IRS could come knocking on your door and be like, hey, Why are you putting money into the Roth IRA? Uh So if you make less than that, then a Roth IRA is typically a good investment. The reason why a lot of people say don't put into the Roth IRA is because they want you to put into the traditional IRA. They want you to get the tax deduction that year, which is a little short-sighted because when you put it into the Roth IRA, you don't get the tax deduction that year, but any growth that you get on that money continues to grow tax-free for the rest of your life. Uh So it's very important that if you're going to look at it from a long-term perspective, you're going to want to go in with the Roth IRA option. And most people think, okay, I should do the traditional IRA because I'm working right now. And since I'm working, my income is going to be higher than it is going to be in retirement. But Uh that's really a myth because every year inflation goes up. Every year it goes up, it goes up, it goes up. Even if you think, okay, my house is going to be paid off, I'm going to live on less, that never comes to fruition because... Hmm the inflation keeps going up on everything else that you have to purchase in retirement. Uh So utilizing that Roth IRA to have not the investment become tax deductible, but all of the growth on it and the investment when you take it out become tax-free income. Uh That can be something that's a very powerful retirement tool. Uh So do you uh, usually put this into everybody's account on this or do people really fully understand this? Yes. So we went over the first specification. The first requirement is one that you don't exceed a certain income threshold. The other one is that you have earned income. So if you're already retired or if your only source of income is social security or rental real estate property or anything like that, that does not count as earned income. So Uh therefore you wouldn't be able to invest any money into a Roth IRA. The only way that you would be able to do that would be through a Roth conversion, which we utilize very frequently here at A Better Way Financial when it makes sense to. And that's transitioning your traditional IRA funds to a Roth IRA. Would you say that right now is a really good time to do the Roth conversions? Because I know we've talked about this a lot or is is always because I'm just thinking about the volatility right now and everything in life. Uh, So right now, is this a, a really good time to do so? Right now is a wonderful time to 
go into a Roth IRA if you can, mm -hmm. primarily because the tax rates are lower than they will be scheduled to go up in 2026. Between now and 2025, taxes are on sale. Mm -hmm. So while the taxes are on sale, it's better to pay the taxes, do the conversions, and let that Roth IRA money grow for you tax-free into retirement and beyond. We are celebrating many people's birthdays. Actor Rob Lowe is turning 58. And if you like that show, Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe is turning 60. And Glenn Close, she's 75 years old, so she is, you know, she could retire right now if she wanted to. But I bet <laughs> she still likes acting. But uh, that's the way I look at ages right now. I see somebody's birthday, I go, oh, okay. You're of retirement age. And before I did this radio show, I never would have thought about that. So thank you, Frank and Frankie, on that one. Well, I'll tell you, some people look phenomenal for their age, and and some people don't. <laughs> what, why? Stress? Stress, working too hard, all of that stuff. Not enough money coming in, all of those things. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it definitely a factor when, when we're sitting with folks and, and just looking at their general health and their happiness, you know? If they're still working and they're happy with it, that's one thing. And if they're still working and they're just not happy, I mean, God, we, we speak to so many folks, they change management over the years, they, they had the corporate layoffs, they have people that were working and having, you know, enjoying their, their work, and all of a sudden they start laying off their friends Huh. And now they not only have to do their job, but they got to do the job of the, the other person, their other friend, and then and maybe even another person. And you know what? And they're, they're burning out and they're looking for something, you know, looking to retire, they're looking to find a way to, to get out of the rat race. Now, how many times, Frank, have you seen that a client comes in and they're, I guess they're somewhat close to retirement and they just look haggard, they're stressed out, but then they retire and you see them a few months later and their whole demeanor, their, the whole way they look has changed. How often does that happen? That happens all the time. And I'll tell you, it's so much fun. And when you're sitting there, you're talking, they finally took that dream vacation to, to Hawaii or, or wherever it is they wanted to go. And, and they come in and they just look fantastic. That is really, really nice. It's a very rewarding thing for us. Absolutely. And that uh, seems like it's one of the, the major goals of retirement, I'll let you take that dream vacation wherever you want to go and relax and enjoy. That's what it's all about, retirement. So, getting back to it, I was talking about three tricky decisions for every retirement plan. So, there was an article on the Morningstar Financial website that talks about that. And all three tend to be hotly debated within the financial industry. So, can you tell us how you stand on each of these and how you advise your clients? So, I'll give you the first one. So the first one is whether to withdraw at a popular rate. Well, you know, that popular rate that most financial advisors use is about 4%, you know. So when folks ask them, hey, you know, I want to retire, how much money can I take out of my savings? And, and they'll say, well, 4%, you know, that seems to work. I'll tell you, a lot of these financial advisors, they throw out these old rules of thumb without realizing so much has changed that these things have to be re-looked at. Mm -hmm. You know, they really do. A lot of folks happen to have a lot of bonds in their portfolio because these advisors have told them that this is where you put your safe money. But back in the day, you know, over the past 10, 15 years, we've seen interest rates decline, decline, decline. Yep. And everybody knows that when interest rates are declining, 
the value of bonds is going up. So, yeah, they can be a really good, safe investment. But that's just not true anymore. Really near the bottom when it comes to interest rates. And it looks like interest rates are going up. Mm-hmm. And if interest rates go up, what's going to happen to the value of their bonds, Frankie? Right. They go down. They go down. Exactly. So if something's going to go down or is likely to go down, was that where we put our safe money? That's not where I would put anyone's money. No. Good. No. So the reason I'm saying this is because we set up portfolios a lot different than most folks do or most financial advisors do because we don't use bonds for our safe money. We use fixed indexed annuities. Gotcha. One, because they don't go down at all. Right. They, you know, When the markets go up or when the markets go down, your money does not go down. The markets will not allow the money inside of fixed index annuities to go down. So we usually use fixed index annuities for a nice portion of their portfolio. So what this enables us to do is to have fixed index annuities as a portion of the portfolio and also market money as a portion of the portfolio. So now when the markets are going down or the markets are down, when we go to take the income out for the year, we're drawing it from the fixed indexed annuities, mm-hmm. which tend to average, you know, four to six percent type of rates of return, which is wonderful for money that has no market risk. And when the markets are up, we'll tend to take the income from the market money. So this puts us in a safe position. The problem with the four percent rule is that when the markets go down and you draw money out of them, you are taking money away from when the markets are going to come back that money won't recoup because you've taken it away Uh and it won't come back. And this is a problem. So they call this problem sequence of returns. Mm -hmm. And what it basically means, Doug, is that if somebody retires and right off the bat, the markets start going down, 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 like like in, in 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002, they went, yeah. th- went down three years in a row. This can cause major havoc and could cause that 4% rule not to work if you set up your portfolio that way. Mm-hmm. But if you set it up the way we're talking about, it makes so much more sense and is much more likely to work for you. Okay, so another one here is whether to purchase long-term care insurance. Should we do that? Okay. Mm. That is uh, that is an excellent question, Doug. You know, let me answer that question by saying we should have a plan in case we run into a long-term care type of situation. Gotcha. Over the years, I've come across so many folks who have dealt with problems with these long-term care type of policies. One of the things is they're fine and all along the way, but then the person starts getting older at a point in which they may need it, mm-hmm. you know, many of them have had rate increases that are just substantial. We've had people come in and say, they raised my rates 35%. And so that person has to make a choice. Do they pay more money? Do they decrease their benefits? Or do they drop the plan? Gotcha. So they make that choice that year. And guess what they get the next year? Another letter saying they've raised the rates another 35%. Mm. We've seen this so many times. So it's enough to make you start to say, maybe we should consider an alternate plan. Absolutely. (laughs) So, all right. Hey, I I got one more real quick, if we can do this, whether to purchase an annuity. Yeah. So purchasing an annuity really depends on how much risk you want to have in your portfolio. Okay. If you want to have all of your money in the stock market, then I guess you don't need to purchase an annuity. But if you want to have some level of safety in your portfolio, 
you're going to want an annuity. Typically, we use fixed indexed annuities instead of variable annuities because the variable ones will go up and down just like the stock market. But a fixed indexed annuity is going to never go down when the market goes down. Uh -huh. It can either provide income for you at a fixed rate in retirement, or it could be used as a safe money bond replacement that goes up when the markets go up and doesn't go down when the markets go down. So if you're one of those people who wants safety in your portfolio, you don't want to see your safe money going down when the market's going down. A fixed index annuity is something that could definitely benefit your portfolio. And as Frankie was saying, Doug, they can provide outstanding guaranteed income for as long as you live. And if you're married for as long as either one of you live, which is outstanding. And a lot of people are choosing them instead of taking those pension options, uh -huh. where if they take the pension option and the husband and the wife both die young, then that pension is gone. Uh -huh. In the fixed index annuities, it's different. It's not the same. Whereas they do die young, the entire rest of the money that's in that annuity goes to their family. And there are so many folks who would prefer that rather than to risk passing away young and all the years that they put their time and effort uh -huh. into building up that pension, just gone. Find out more at abetterwayfinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered through A Better Way Financial LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Frank and Nick Guida. NPN Insurance License Number 1978362 and Number 1636478.